There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Cheers, which of course is English for cheers and cheers, Chris. Cheers, Mark, and it's a uh, it's a solemn occasion that uh, you join us on in in uh, in this episode. Yeah, welcome to the Gin and Jandals uh, podcast, Queen Elizabeth II edition, which is probably one of two we're going to do due to our, our research into the topic um, and with her passing of Her Majesty. Uh, well, tonight, Chris, we are breaking tradition from only New Zealand gins mm-hmm. to do an English gin. We are. We are. We don't want to give the game away um, because you actually haven't tried it at all. Um, so no. uh, it's going to be a, a, a pretty much a blind tasting for you, which is going to be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, the, getting back to the Queen, um, she liked gin. So, you know, we're, you know, we feel as though this is an, an homage to, uh, to Her Majesty. Um, I don't know, as, a, as an English person myself, uh, I I've, I've felt pretty sad over the last uh, over the last week. It's been quite um, momentous, I guess. You know, she's the only queen I've ever known. Tonight we're doing English gin in her honour of Majesty and in honour of the uh, new king, which yes, again indeed. is very we, very odd. Well, we forget about that, don't we? But we do have uh, King Charles III. Um, I've never been. Uh, I've never had a king before. No. But that is the interesting and great, depending on your point of view, thing about monarchy, isn't it? You know, uh, it it doesn't stop; it just keeps going, rolls on. So, uh, some of you may remember that Chris actually did a uh, excursion back to his homeland. I did. Um, you didn't see the Queen, though, did you? We went to Buckingham Palace. Um, you did. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's I mean, she wasn't there. She wasn't there, but. You know, I thought she would have made the effort. I made the effort to go and see her. Um, but, yeah, to be fair, she's, she, she was knocking on a bit um, when I was there. She was um, on holiday. You what? She was on holiday. And she might, but I don't know. That's why they open, when they open Buckingham Palace when she's not there. Well, no, I think her official residence uh, moved from Buckingham Palace to, uh, to Windsor, I think, um, fairly recently. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway. I, you know, I was there in spirit. She was there in well, spirit, no, I'm sure. You were there in person. I was there in person. She was there in spirit. Who knows? You may, you may have had spirits. Yes. So hard to keep track of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so the, uh, the the gin we are uh, trying tonight, um, it would have been far, far, far too easy to get a London gin, right? Because, you know, there's there's literally so many to choose from, right? The, you know, the yes. London gins. So... Um, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go uh, out out into the region, so to speak, and find a smaller distillery, just like we do here in New Zealand. So a smaller distillery, if you know the, the botanicals were locally foraged, so much the better. Um, but um, this uh, this this gin I picked up in um, Dorset, even though it was uh, it was actually made just over the border in uh, Devon. And for those of you who are wondering about um, UK geography, uh, that that's kind of heading down the down the down the country to the warm parts, um, you know, in well, the southwest. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's important as opposed to because most people just think of the UK kind of if you go south of London, that's the end of the UK, but it's not because you've got no. Devon and Cornwall. Um, yeah. And a lot of Brits choose to go to Devon and Cornwall than going overseas because at least the food's okay and they drive on the right side of the road. And it's generally lovely. 
<laughs> so, uh, I mean, this gin, it, it's called uh, Lime Bay Dry Gin. Um, we uh, we were staying um, close to a, a place called Lime Regis, but Lime Regis is famous for um, fossils. In fact, that whole coastline is known oh, so- as the Jurassic Coast. You can walk along, particularly at Lime Regis, you walk along the beach and there are massive ammonites, the round swirly things, uh, just embedded in the rocks and you can, you can see them and they're, you know, maybe half a meter in diameter. Um, huge things. And, you know, after a storm, you know, you can walk along there and famously pick up, um, fossils, uh, like they are, um, I'm trying to think of something fairly common. Like the sand on the beach? Yeah, apart from you can't really because I've been there many, many times and have you know never actually found a fossil that wasn't you know <laughs> big and too hefty to move. But that's not right. the point. Um, Regis is Latin for King Chris, just in case. And Lyme is spelled L-Y-M-E. It is. Yep. Um, do we know if that's anything to do with calling the uh, English sailors Limeys? Uh no, I think they're called limeys because... Well, because they uh, limes. Yeah, yeah, they used to take limes to combat scurvy. Limes were cheaper than lemons. Could have been. Could have been. Um, but yeah. I, I, don't believe, I don't believe lime, L-Y-M-E, has got anything to do with lemons or limes. Um, I'm not quite sure of the, uh, the derivation of the word, but... Um, anyway. Yes. Anyway. Uh, we're on to lime. Um, lime gin. Now, Chris, this is a dry gin, mm-hmm. and uh, we're expecting botanical flavors of juniper. Yes, and that well, then floral and citrus notes. Yeah, I have to. I have to admit, to being a little disappointed. Um, a little, uh, a lot. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, there may be other botanicals in here. It's just not well. Um, well, there has to be. There has to be, but it's not well noted. So it, it's basically this. This seems like it's uh, more citrusy with um, orange peel, lime, and, and and lemon. You know, so it's, it should be quite a citrus hit to this, I would imagine. Um, on, on, on your bottle, Chris, does it say notes of lemongrass, orange peel, and elderflower? Mm, yes. Right. So it says that on the bottle, but on all the websites, it doesn't mention lemongrass and elderflower. It mentions lemon. Uh, giving generous notes of lemongrass, orange peel, and elderflower, uh, bursting with citrus and floral character is, is, the, is, is the description. Wow. Um, Who knew English, English gins would be so foreign? Yes. Yeah, good point. Uh, it's, um, it's 40%. So pretty, pretty standard there. Nothing to write home about. The bottle I like. It's a kind of, you know, a, a plain glass bottle. But I do like the the label, which is a a black and silver. Um, Reminds about, me a yeah, bit of sim- read and read. Black and yeah, silver, florally, okay. but trying to be more like it's got feathers and and things on it. Uh, and then it has a nice uh, a nice little picture of the Jurassic Coast in the middle. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Taking a while to work that coast. out. It's not the best picture. Anyway, bottle, Chris. How easy? I think you could knock a person out with one blow on it. Um. Yeah, I think it's pretty sturdy. Yeah. 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 The um, neck looks a little bit short. Just to um, a really good grip. You can, it, it. It's yeah. It's a three finger grip. Your little fingers kind of you know hanging off the end there. Okay. Um. I think you could you could definitely you know 
damage someone with it. <laughs> That's all good. Right, let's get into it, Chris. Uh, yeah, indeed. To Her Majesty. Oh, I can't um, open the bottle. Oh my god, can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay. Um, Gen- oh, that's Gen- a nice smell. Your age uh, start doing that sort of thing, don't they? <laughs> that's a nice, that's a nice aroma there, Mark. So we're starting off neat as uh, mm. as we do. It is actually a nice aroma. I mean, it, it's meant to give generous notes of lemongrass, orange peel, and elderflower. Don't know if I'm getting any of that, but definitely a citrus note. Hmm. Right. Bottoms up. <laughs> That's really mild. Like the fumes yeah. are quite intense. It's quite um oh I don't know. It's almost a little bit oily, if you know what I mean. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to do that again because I don't think I. Um... <laughs> I got to stop leaving my nose in the um, glass too long. I'm getting uh, fumigated. Hmm. Yeah. That's. That's it's fine. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. You know. That's fine. Um, it, it's it's yeah. It's not chemically. You know what I mean. You don't have that kind of petroly kind of. Yeah, with no. some gins we've tried, it's kind of ripped your face off. That hasn't done that. It's nicely. No, it's definitely a non-ripping face off gin. Yeah, it's not interesting as a neat gin. No, it's not. It's pretty gentle. I'm not mm. saying I'm getting a huge citrus hit out of it, which which normally means we have to say normally if you don't get much hit. Um, it's when you do the mix that you you start to get those aromas and flavors coming through. So, yeah, let's you know, mix it. Yeah. Back into the shrimps, shrimps tonight, Chris. Yourself? Um, well, funny you should ask. Um, I'm trying a different gin. Never had it before. Gin tonic. Sorry, tonic. Never had it before. Um, but my gin, and- my tonic, Chris, is by appointment to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Shrimps Holdings Limited. Ah, well, there you go. Uh, mine is called, um, it's called Weirdly Normal. <laughs> okay. So it's called the Weirdly Normal Classic Dry Tonic, uh, made in uh, made in New Zealand for tonic and gin lovers all over. So there you go. This is, um, it does make it, it's made, uh, oh, it's a good George. Good George, they get into everything, don't they? But this comes in a can. Hmm. Can I just say that's quite? I've just had the gin. uh, Sorry, just had the tonic neat. That's actually quite a nice tonic. Quite nice tonic. I tried um. What was I drinking? Something in soda water. A gin. Uh huh. Really didn't work. Really? Was this your um, Franken gin that you made the other day? Um, yeah, it probably was the Franken gin. So there we go. This is a uh, standard two to one mix. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, slipping away. Hmm. Now, Chris, you've had this gin before. Hmm. I believe you've nearly finished the bottle. Mm. Well, halfway through. Um, what were your impressions of it? I think, and we should talk a little about price actually before we get onto it. Okay. Well, so this is this is thirty eight pounds ninety nine pennies, mm-hmm, which is um, eighty bucks in New Zealand. Yeah, pretty much seventy seventy seven seventy eight, depending on exchange rate. Which makes it a yeah, it, it's not premium, like it's not your top of the range source or, or anything like that. But it's also uh, it's it's above your black collars and your kind of Matakana moonshines, right? <laughs> Everything's above Matakana moonshine in price, in taste, in, in, not always. Yes, absolutely, right. So this is this is your eighty dollars. So uh, you know, I'm trying to think of comparable. Um, Maybe, yeah, Read and Read was, I think, was about that. Maybe um, Lighthouse Gin is, is kind of in that space as well. So that, that's kind of what it's competing with. Um, and I'm trying to think, how does it compete? Um, I think it holds its own, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. I beg to differ. Hmm. What a boring world this would be if we all agreed. <laughs> Enlightenly, Mark, what do you think? think it's dull Chris <laughs> interesting maybe it's meant to be well um, it's not bad you know it definitely had worse let me ask you this Mark um, reading from the bottle is it bursting with anything no it's not bursting with citrus I, I totally give you that is it? Uh, is there floral character? Now that I think is a different question. I think it is floral. Yes. It, you know, um, and and you know, perhaps that's that those floral notes coming through, giving generous notes of uh, lemongrass, orange peel, and elderflower. Um, no, no, probably more the elderflower than the. Um, yeah. In fact, in fact, that's quite a good description of it. I remember growing up um, and visiting my uh, my grandmother, who incidentally looked identical to the queen like you know in a kind of you would mistake her for the queen if you didn't know that she wasn't the queen um and often uh, her house elderflower cordial i don't mm-hmm. know if you, i don't know if you've yes you had that in new zealand uh no but i've had elderflower in the uk there you go this actually does give me that little bit of you know it takes me back to uh you know to my uh, to my grandparents, you know, house sitting in the garden drinking elderflower, you know, cordial. Yeah, I could I could get that, but I don't know if you need that in a um, in a gin. <laughs> um, well, hmm, I'm I'm a bit lost, Chris. I, I I think you're a bit lost because I think the flavour is a bit lost. I think it's very light now. It might be that you know the the, the British palate and the uh, the New Zealand palate, you know, are, are somewhat different. And you know, in in the UK, they're a little bit more, or or they prefer a little bit more of a refined. I'm not even bland, sure refined. I would say bland, famous, bland like fam- our food. Yes, famous mm. English dishes: bland. sausages and potato. Sure, that'd be jazz it up with the gravy. Yes. Um, 
I think this is I It's not bad. I keep having to say that. I know, and we've always we've always had the damning with faint praise, it's not bad. I think this is a perfectly acceptable gin. Uh yes. I think if you know, th- this would be an interesting to do with a blind tasting with a couple of um, New Zealand gins of a, a kind of a similar nature. Um, and going, you know, can you distinguish between the, the English gin and the New Zealand gin? I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I probably couldn't. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I, I think perhaps because it's not as in your face, and I think lots of Kiwi gins are pretty much in your face, that this is this is a little less yeah. punchy. It's certainly yeah. not bursting with citrus. No. It's also, do you know what it is not? It's also not bursting with juniper. No, that is true. It's not a strong juniper gin. It's not. Um, oh, that's good. I like that. Like You know how I complain a little bit about overly powered and licorice, which is also a little bit of juniper. Mm-hmm. Not getting that. This is, yeah. It's, you know... We often do um, the, when would you drink this gin? Hmm. And you might say, well, I probably wouldn't um, because there are other gins out there. And I would totally accept that as a valid, you know. I'm also never going to buy the same bottle of gin again. So, Yeah, fair enough. Um, Um, Unless I'm going camping and I need my Medicana (laughs) Munch. Yep. Um, And I think that's probably the beauty of uh, there being so many gins. There's so many more to choose from. Um, Yes. My my feeling from being over there for a little while was that uh, there's not quite the depth of gins in um, in the UK, and I would go further and say, whereas I think uh, I, I, I think lots of New Zealand gins, you know, distill their own alcohol and they create their own gin, and it's a labour of love. Um, Lime Bay, well, if we go on their website, it's Lime Bay Winery. Uh, winery. Um, they also yeah. do, I mean, they do English wine, which is, well, let's not go there. Um, ah, I had an English whiskey once, Chris. Yeah. Once. There's some things we just stick to, right? Do beer and cider really well, right? And some spirits, but yeah. after that, just don't. Real ale. Around. Really miss real ale. So I think this is a gin that's on the gin bandwagon, but I think this is kind of probably, uh, you know, they've. They've acquired the alcohol from somewhere. They've probably mixed it themselves, but they're not. You know, this is the only... Um, I don't think they make gin, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, they make fruit wine, English wine, English white wine, rosé, sparkling, and Pinot Noir. They make mead, Chris. True. Uh, cider, liqueur, and spirits, and the spirits are gin and rum. Mm. Um, so, yeah, okay. Lime Bay, well, you know, we're having a drink to Her Majesty. Um, Do you think, right, if, if if she was here, which is highly unlikely. I think uh, unlikely. Uh, for many reasons. <laughs> uh, if she was here and we served her, her her Lime Bay, you know, dry gin, um, just like we have it here, do you reckon, what would you reckon she'd say? I think she was always polite and decorum came first. So she would think it's perfectly fine but she'd probably prefer something else right well yeah her usual tickle Mm. Mm. of um what do we say gin and tibonet 
the bonnet. Um, which, but then you wonder whether if you put this with a fruit wine, that she might like it. Well, let's not give the game away, Mark. That's part two. <laughs> it is, but we can't really go past without mentioning it. But that's where it stops. Um, Lime Bay Gin, if you're in the UK, sure, why not? Oh, I think that's a fantastic way to end the podcast, Mark. If you're in the UK, sure, why not? I think that sums things up quite nicely. <laughs> what? Okay, Chris, you are an Englishman. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's what you identify as anyway. Um, the someone said, "What is the spirit of England?" Like in in Scotland, we all know it's whiskey. In Ireland, it's also whiskey. Wales, I'm trying to think. I I don't know actually, apart from brains beer. The Welsh, um, they do a whiskey. Do they? Yeah, I've had that as well. It's better than the English. I remember, imagine the Welsh distill some kind of alcohol out of leeks. That's what I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking. Somehow, it does remind me juice. to share my leek story with you uh, when I was in Wales. How about that's for another time? Um, oh. A quick quick Google is beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair um, enough. For Wales, um, would you, in England, is beer insider, as you said, but would you say, hey, Taste this gin. If I was in Wales, it what? If you're trying to recommend, you know, this is the spirit of England. It wouldn't be. It would be Pims. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, it would be what? Well, no, how can you say that? Gin is definitely Dutch. No, Hogarth didn't do. You know, um, Gin Street in 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 Amsterdam, no, did he? Like, the, the favorite, the famous gins, Gordons. Yeah. Beef eaters. Yeah. Uh, even, um, what's, it, what's the Indian one? Um, Bombay. Bombay. It's in English, right? Gin, gin is, a, is, 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 yeah. Gin is as English as, as, as the Queen, who incidentally loved gin. Was German. No, loved gin, oh, right. I said. Um, yeah. All right. I don't know where we're going with that, Chris. It's, I don't know. It's left us a little bit, a little bit lost for the words. But you've obviously drunk half a bottle. Sure. But you are running low on stocks. I am actually. Uh, yeah. Um, if you're listening and you are a distillery, send yeah. us your gin. I mean, why should I have to buy it? This is a public service <laughs> offering. It is. Um, and I've actually just got two new gins, but we'll talk about that next time, Chris. Well, I think what we need to talk about next time is who bought them for you and why. I still don't know why. Mm. Um, yes. I'm waiting for the why. <laughs> right, on that, Chris, it is time's up. It is cheers. Cheers, Mark. Cheers, the Queen. Cheers, the Queen. Uh, thank you for your service. Indeed. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. They don't do there's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.